Well, good evening, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconado Show, The Remnant. It is Sunday evening, and there are many, many things that we need to be praying about as a people of God and as a nation. And first of all, I just want to say thank you for tuning in to the broadcast. Please share this. Whatever uh, channel that you're watching this on, whether it's social media or YouTube or wherever it is, please share the video so that we can go around the censorship because they're trying to censor us. They're trying to stop information from getting out there to the remnant body of Christ, to people that want to be informed, to patriots around the country. And so it's super important that we share this information and get around what they're trying to do in stopping the information from getting out there. You know, I was listening to a conservative radio station in Nashville, Tennessee, and I was shocked to hear the narrative that was even being portrayed on this station. They were saying that President Trump was trying to overturn the election. They really weren't telling the true story or what we're actually dealing with as a nation. And what we're dealing with as a nation is an attempted coup. This is a color revolution. Many people don't know what a color revolution is, but it's an attempted coup by the military industrial complex, the deep state, the shadow government, the globalists, and those that seek to overturn legitimate leadership and ruling here in this country and turn us over to the globalists, to China, and to the plan of the Great Reset, which we'll talk about a little bit more. Now, I know people look at our broadcast and they actually send me notes and letters and they say, why don't you do this? Or why don't you do that? And uh, I want to just say this, ladies and gentlemen, I know we've gotten really comfortable as a people of God. And I, I, I admit I have as well. We got used to very professional broadcasts. We got used to very, uh, you know, our services became like top-notch musicians and, uh, you know, media teams and churches. And I mean, everything was like perfectly broadcast in some of the larger churches and even the smaller churches in our country. And with the news media, the same thing, you know, we, we got used to Fox News and the way they represent, you know, the news each night. And so we're used to a very, very uh, polished broadcast. And so now we're in this very interesting period where we're realizing that a lot of this, if not most of the mainstream media, have not been telling us the full story. Uh, we saw this in, in great numbers during this election, where people that you know before didn't really understand what was going on, and that the media is owned by six corporations, 90%, all of them who pretty much have the same agenda, which is to push us into this globalist Great Reset agenda, and many people are saying, wait a minute, you know, your, your discernment is going off. You're saying something's not right here. And so you may be somebody who's just recently come out of what I like to call the Matrix. I, I attribute it to the movie, The Matrix, where, you know, Neo woke up, if you've ever seen the movie, and all of a sudden he saw the actual reality of the situation. And that's what a lot of people are doing right now. You're coming out of the quote unquote Matrix and you're seeing that we're actually in this massive spiritual battle for the very soul of our country. And you're trying to figure out who do I trust? Who do I listen to? You know, where can I actually get my news? And some of you have stumbled upon Remnant News and rmntnews.com and toddcoconauto.com and, uh, you know, this broadcast and others like it where there are people like myself. I'm, I'm a pastor. I'm a man of God. I love the Lord. I'm accountable to him first. And, you know, so if I say anything to you, I have to first run it by the Lord and, you know, through conviction of the Holy Spirit, I don't want to say anything that's not truthful. It's not my intention, at least. So I do my very best to present from a biblical lens what's going on. And I think that's why people trust this broadcast. But we don't have the money that Fox News has or some of the big corporations do to present the news. And we're not really trying to necessarily present the news. 
what we're trying to do is speak from a biblical lens so that the remnant church, and what I mean by the remnant church is people that have ears to hear and eyes to see, people that are willing to stand by the full Bible and the teachings of the full Bible. It doesn't matter to me what denomination you are. As long as you love Jesus Christ, you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior. You have a prayer life. You have a relationship with the Lord and you're seeking truth. The Bible says, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be open. So that's what we're doing. We're, I call it the remnant, but you can call it the, the real church or followers of the way or followers of Jesus, whatever makes you feel comfortable. But we're people that are asking the Lord for discernment and for wisdom in this hour to say, yeah, you know what? I'm watching this news program. And even though they have a great presentation and even though, you know, this celebrity newscaster is telling this story, something in my spirit is telling me that they're either not telling me the full story or they're lying to me. And so I'm seeking truth. And that's where we are. That's why we're here. And so this isn't necessarily a news broadcast. I don't want to become a newscaster. I know we have remnant news, but we're people of God. I'm a preacher. I'm a, a person of faith. I'm a pastor. That's, you know, I don't want to switch into some different type of category because that's not my calling. We're here to present what's going on from a biblical lens so that we can be equipped and that we can together through discernment and wisdom navigate through this current situation that we're in as a country and, and look to the Lord for answers and look to the Lord. And in fact, he's been telling me, uh, you know, in my prayer time, you know, because as we look at the news, I know a lot of people are asking me about, you know, what happened in Pennsylvania and, and, you know, they're feeling really, you know, dim and gloomy about, you know, the trajectory of the Trump case. And God is really asking me in my prayer life, he's saying, have blind faith right now. Now, I wouldn't ever say have blind faith about anything unless it's something that the Lord has said. But, you know, in trusting in the Lord, I can think of the scripture that says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So that's what I'm believing as, as he's saying this blind faith, like, trust me, I'm going to do something here. And I know it doesn't look like I'm going to do something. And, and there's a lot of people speaking negative and there's a lot of people speaking death over this situation. But he's saying, I will respond to the prayers of the saints of God. Trust me, have faith, because the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. Have faith, trust in me, lean not on your own understanding. I'm going to get you through this. Speak to the mountain. So he's asking, we're in a time period where it's, we can't even watch the news every day. I mean, it's great to be informed and there's no problem with that. But if you, if you start hooking into the narrative of the world, it's like that old song, whose report will you believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. I'm going to believe, you know, until the Lord tells me to stop praying. Because every day I get a lot of, you know, I, I can't think of a, another word other than negative Nellies that are watching the mainstream news and they're saying, Pastor Todd, it just doesn't look like we have any hope. You know, you need to maybe start preparing people. Well, if the Lord tells me to stop praying for President Trump and that we've entered into a new season, then that's where we'll go. But I'm going to be obedient to what the Lord is asking of me. And he is still saying, have faith, trust in me. I'm going to do a miracle here. That's what I hear. I hear him saying, I'm going to do something very special, very extraordinary, but it's not going to be what people maybe, you know, think, or maybe not the way that they think, but just trust me, lean on your understanding, acknowledge me, trust me, have faith, maybe even blind faith. Don't listen to the news. Don't listen to the report of this world. Listen to the report of the Lord. Listen to the report of the Holy Spirit. We're going to have to train ourselves as Christians not to get our news from the mainstream media because what we're finding out, and it's taken us a long time to get here, is, is that these people have lied to us. All we have to do is look up Operation Mockingbird. I talk about it a lot. The Church Commission. 
What we found out is this nebulous organization called the Deep State. It's really just a, a group of elites and people that have a nefarious agenda that are working together to accomplish this agenda. Uh, you know, and you can find it on their websites. If you want to look at the World Economic Forum website, look what they talk about, the Great Reset. They're, they're just saying it right there out in the open. Um, Canada, the prime minister, let's, let's listen to what he said about the Great Reset. Canada believes that a strong, coordinated response across the world and across sectors is essential. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. So, you know, there you go. I mean, and I can show you clip after clip of leaders around the world that are talking about this, uh, whether it be in Great Britain or other countries around the world, uh, you know, uh, Australia, they're talking about this. So want to go through some things here. So I did put up an article on rmntnews.com about the Great Reset. I would highly encourage that you would read it. You can go to theremnantnews.com. You can go to remnant.news or you can go to rmntnews.com, you can go to toddcoconado.com, and on all those sites, you'll see one of the first articles up there in red is The Great Reset. I highly encourage you to read about The Great Reset. There's about five or six articles on the site. You can put The Great Reset into the search bar on the right side of the site, and about five or six articles on The Great Reset will pop up, and that will help educate you as to what this plan is. But it's, it's moving full steam ahead. They're doing this, and I explained this to some family and friends today. Uh, you know, initially they thought Hillary Clinton was going to win the 2016 election. And so they were going to actually take us into a war, into a conflict uh, that they had already planned out. And it would have killed many, many people. But, you know, the patriots in the military and President Trump, you know, aligned and were able to overcome their voter fraud operation in 2016 and get President Trump in. And he's been able to combat their plans, their very dark plans, and we didn't go to war. Many people were spared. So we have to thank God that we didn't go to war in 2016. But the coronavirus or COVID-19 is the vehicle. And you can look on their website. We did a great job of explaining this also on rmntnews.com. Uh, you know, we, we explained in detail about COVID-19 and the whole fact that it's just one piece in a much bigger pie uh, and a plan and agenda. And they're using this to initiate the Great Reset. And so that's why um, they're going to try to shut us back down again. It's not about the people dying. Uh, you know, if you, if you know about, you know, they try to make it seem like so many people are in the hospitals and they're all dying and it's a bad situation. Well, from the beginning, we've gone to hospitals. You know, we've, we've asked people, send us, you know, pictures or, or tell us where there's a hospital that's, that's overflowing with people dying of COVID. We'll go there and, and we'll do a news article on it. We'll do reporting on it. No one has been able to ever produce that to us throughout this entire quote unquote pandemic because, you know, we are looking for real facts and they're giving us an alternative view that is putting deaths uh, on all different types of deaths and labeling them as COVID. They've been doing this since the beginning. And so that's why it seems like so many people have died. They throw the number 200,000 plus in the United States. And yet, you know, all the other deaths that are an annual deaths have gone way astronomically down or are almost non-existent. So if you look at the year on year rates of deaths and they don't want this information out there, there's not a large increase from any, you know, this year to any other year. We're right statistically in line with where we are on normal annual debts. 
but we're, we're just labeling them COVID for, for a number of reasons. And, and one of those is to accomplish this agenda and this massive fear that the public, and unfortunately it's pervasive even in the church, pastors, you know, we've been so quick to shut down. I think they found something here when they said, wow, I can't believe how easy this was to get them to obey. And so they're using this. Now, could they, you know, maybe put out a little bit more dangerous version of this uh, plague? Uh, of COVID-19, maybe a, a different version or, you know, an advanced version. Could they release that as a bioweapon? I believe they could in order to scare us even more. I'm not saying that's going to happen or that's not a thus saith the Lord, but I did hear Bill Gates saying something along those lines. And so when they speak, we need to listen because uh, just like Joe Biden talked about when he said, uh, you know, we have the most extensive voter fraud campaign in the history of our country. Well, he wasn't lying. A lot of times they'll just put the information right out there. Now it could have been a gaffe, or it could have been, uh, you know, Tim just blatantly doing it because sometimes they just don't care and they'll just say it because they, they're that confident that they're going to accomplish their goal either way because they feel like they're in control. So, you know, it's the same thing with Bill Gates. He'll put it out there. Yeah, next time around, you know, they won't, no one will be making fun of it because they'll see how many people die. You know, he said something along those lines. And so could he possibly, or, you know, could the dark people in the deep state uh, uh, release a second, more deadly version of COVID? Of course they could, because it's a bioweapon. We found this out that the chassis was a AIDS uh, chassis, and then they put SARS on an AIDS chassis. So there's no way that that could have organically happened. That was something that was done in a laboratory. And many whistleblowers have come forward about this. Now, you talk about this type of stuff, they'll ban you, you know, so I have to be careful because they'll just ban you. They don't want people knowing the truth. And that's why we have different platforms, because we know that it's inevitable, that eventually you may not be able to watch us on the platform that you're watching. So you need to seek us out you know, join the newsletter so we can stay in touch. We're hoping, but we know that, um, you know, eventually they're going to continue to censor because that, you know, truth is, is a powerful weapon. And when we're educating and informing and speaking as a remnant church, as patriots in the United States, you know, we're organizing, we're understanding, we're, we're coming out of the matrix. They don't want that. So that's why they censor is because they don't want people waking up. You know, if they really believed in free speech or they didn't really care, you know, they would just let people say whatever they want. But they don't want people speaking the truth because they only want you to listen to their narrative, which is the corporate media. That's why I say 90% controlled by six corporations that all have an agenda and talking points. So, you know, as you're coming out of the matrix and you, you might say, well, this isn't Fox News and he's not presenting, you know, with the excellence that Fox News presents. Well, we got to stop relying on Fox News and we got to stop wanting everything to be perfect. This is like a late hour, ladies and gentlemen. And God, thank God he's provided for programs like this that at least we can get the information out there. But stop worrying about stupid things. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not trying to be rude, but it's like, you know, the hour is so late. We got to understand where we're at. We got to stop worrying about all this nonsense. Like, oh my gosh, like it, it doesn't look like Fox News. Hello. Like we're literally very close to having a great reset happen where it could just get really, really dark, really, really quick. And that's just one aspect of the plan. Uh, there's a lot of different things. They're going to come after churches and pastors. Uh, you know, we've already seen during the pandemic pastors being arrested. We've seen churches that are being fined simply for having service. And this is the type of thing that, that could get even worse, especially under a Biden presidency, which we're hoping and praying that's not going to be the case. So, you know, Tucker Carlson, I did a video about it uh, in my car this week, and you can find that on armytnews.com. I asked the question, is Tucker Carlson compromised? I'm not going to get into a lot of talking about Tucker, but 
again, we have to look at where the news is coming from. You know, Fox News, we found out, you know, they, they showed their true colors during the election night, right? We already kind of knew that that was the case, but I think everybody kind of started awakening. That's why Newsmax ratings have shot through the roof and OAN have shot through the roof. And even, you know, this broadcast, we've seen massive amounts of people coming over to our website and different things since what happened at Fox because people are seeking truth. And that's a good thing. I don't want to be like negative about it. I think it's positive because thank God we're waking up, right? This is what we've been praying for. And so it's a good thing, but we have to remember who is, you know, behind Fox News. So it's the Murdochs and the two sons. One of the sons' wives actually tweeted out, we won, we got him out, you know, meaning they got President Trump out. So do we want to be getting news from a company that's owned by people like that that are trying to get President Trump out? Obviously, they're part of the elite, right? Obviously, they're part of the problem. So Tucker lives on Fox. So could he be compromised? Well, yeah, why not? I mean, you know, they could have threatened him. Uh, you know, money talks. The guy makes a really good salary there. I'm not saying that he as a person is completely compromised. I'm not saying he's not a good guy. I'm not saying he doesn't align with many of our values. But in this particular situation where he was challenging uh, Sidney Powell to like bring out the information on his show, First of all, anybody that's smart knows that if you have a court case and you're going to be going to the high court, you know, you can allude to like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. This is our case. You know, we have evidence, we have affidavits, but you don't want to show all your cards because if you do that before the court case, what's going to happen? Your enemy, the left is going to counter sue. They're going to try to come up with alternative narratives. They're going to use disinformation. They're going to attack, you know, the people that might be involved. So, you know, you have to protect your witnesses. You have to protect your case. So why would you go on Tucker Carlson and spill the beans? It makes no sense. So he was attacking a friendly in a war. And to me, that's, you know, the wrong thing to do. And it made me lose respect for him. So, you know, I think we need to be wise. We need to be asking for discernment and wisdom as we look at some of these people that we're getting our news from. You know, I think it's a good thing every time we get, and you know, I would encourage you to do that even with the show, because I have nothing to hide, number one. But number two, you know, Ask the Lord, is what this pastor, is what this man of God saying legitimate? Is he honest man? Is he, you know, somebody who's presenting facts or is he, does he have an agenda? Go ahead, put me through the smell test. I would, I would encourage that because you have to do that with everybody. The Bible says, you know, uh, you know, my sheep hear my voice. So we should be asking the Lord, is this of you, Lord? And it should bear witness in your spirit. And you should hear that, you know, the Holy Spirit saying, yes, you can trust this person. You know, and again, we, we don't say that we have everything right. But I think that you're going to get a much better credibility rating from people of God that have fear of the Lord and are asking the Holy Spirit versus people that are, you know, working for an organization that is outright against the president and against our nation. Just saying, right? So a lot of people are calling Biden president-elect. I think that's a telltale sign. I mean, if somebody calls Biden president-elect, he's not president-elect. And so when you hear a network or a radio station or anybody saying president-elect Biden, that would be something I turned it off <laughs> because I say, well, how can I trust these people when right now they're telling me a lie? He's not president-elect. And what we found out is, is that there's a tremendous, tremendous amount of corruption and voter fraud. And so let's get into some of this as uh, many people have tuned in uh, for this particular purpose. And I know I had to say a lot of different things, but let's get through some of this. Again, I, I didn't want to be the news. I don't want to be a news. I want to be somebody who's presenting the situation through a biblical lens so that we can be praying and fasting and seeking the Lord. That's really what we need to be doing. But, you know, it does uh, entail covering some news because unfortunately we're in this very important time uh, where I do think we want to be informed. So yes, massive voter fraud has been identified. And yes, Sidney Powell does have the goods. And she came out and said, it's going to be biblical. Let's watch that clip right now. 
Let me ask you about the state of Georgia. Obviously, yesterday, you know, the governor there, he um, certified the election for Joe Biden. It's about 12,000 votes. And what you see, will Georgia switch? Yeah, that's a total farce. Uh, Georgia's probably going to be the first state I'm going to blow up, and, and Mr. Kemp and the Secretary of State need to go with it because they're in on the Dominion scam with their last-minute purchase or award of a contract to Dominion of $100 million. The State Bureau of Investigation for Georgia ought to be looking into the financial benefits received by Mr. Kemp and, and uh, the Secretary of State's family about that time. And another benefit Dominion was created to award is what I would call election insurance. That's why Hugo Chavez had it created in the first place. But I also wonder where he got the technology, where it actually came from, because I think it's hammer and scorecard from the CIA. Just to clarify, you're saying that Governor Kemp, who's been a longtime ally of the president, is, it, is directly involved because of financial benefit in the conspiracy to defeat the president in Georgia? We have certainly been told that there is evidence of that and it would warrant an investigation if anybody were actually going to do an honest investigation. What more could you tell us about that alleged conspiracy? Is the governor's involvement? I can't, yeah, I can't give you any more details on that now, but it would certainly warrant an investigation. Jordan. If it had been reported to me as a law enforcement officer, I would be investigating it steadfastly. You, you know, I know you say you, you want to do your arguing in court. You are an attorney. You're not a press secretary. But you all did have a press conference last week. Jordan Sekulow said that there's going to be a filing soon in Georgia that would be explosive. Can you tell us anything? Can you make some news with us here tonight? Tell us anything new that you're going to present in that filing in Georgia. Well, I'm, I, I can't say that yet. But hopefully this week we will we will get it ready to file. Sydney, what's and it, it will it will be biblical, biblical. What what is the state where where was it the worst? From what you see and what you're alleging, what state was, was switched the most? Oh, that's really hard to say. Georgia is extremely bad. Uh, we've got ballots being shredded, ballots being thrown out in trash bags, uh, lying by people working in the center. Um, the votes being switched, the algorithms being run, you name the manner of fraud, and it occurred in Georgia. These are in the, in the Atlanta area counties. counties, those counties, Fulton, DeKalb? Yeah, the, I, think, I think the algorithm ran most probably across the country. Can I say that for sure yet? No, I can't say that for sure yet, but it looks that way. And, and it looks like 35,000 votes were added to every Democratic candidate. So here you go, Sidney Powell coming out saying it's going to be biblical. Now here, let me just say something about Sidney Powell, about Rudy Giuliani, about, um, you know, Lynn Wood, especially about Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood. Okay, let's leave Giuliani out of this for a minute. I like Giuliani. He cleaned up New York. Anybody that knows back in the day, Manhattan, he's America's mayor. He walked us through 9-11. You know, he's a, he's a patriot. And I believe God is using him again to stand with President Trump. But he, he doesn't profess necessarily to be a born-again Christian. But Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell, they are believers. And when they say something, I have to believe because they're brethren, and I know they have a fear of the Lord, and I know they love the Lord. I don't believe that they're just going to be out there making stuff up, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think they're just going to be lying to us. You know, we have this biblical case, and we have all the evidence, we have all this stuff. 
and then they're just lying? I don't think that's the case. And, and another thing about it, if you look at uh, Camilla Harris, she hasn't resigned her Senate seat. There's got to be a reason for that, right? Why are they panicking in D.C.? Why are they? Uh, I, I want to show you this clip from uh, a press conference with uh, Vice President Pence. Watch the panic of the people. It's very important that you watch this. Watch the panic. So again, hello, look at the panic. Look what they're doing. Why are they panicking? So there has to be a reason. And that's because they know that this isn't done. And I believe the enemy knows, he does know, that the saints of God are praying and we're fasting and we're seeking the Lord and we're repenting and we're asking the Lord to move on our behalf. So just that alone, you know, prayer is the most powerful weapon, right? So a praying church, hello, a praying uh, nation of Christians, remnant church that's praying and crying out to God and repenting and doing what Second Chronicles seven fourteen says. Hello, that produces results. And so, um, you know, those that are screaming the loudest, I think, have the most to to worry about. I think guys like Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is involved in Ukraine. His son is involved in Ukraine. I think the guy is scared of getting caught. I think the guy is scared of what's going to come out you know, if, if there's a second term President Trump, which we believe there will, these deep state characters, they know they're finished on a second term of President Trump. They know President Trump is going to drain the swamp. And people say, well, I know, you know, he said that, but he hasn't done it. Okay, hello. Many people don't understand what he's been doing with the courts, behind the scenes, putting everything in place. This isn't a law and order TV show. This is real life, ladies and gentlemen. They have to construct a case. There has to be evidence. There has to be, you know, all the different factors put into place before you can just go arrest people. And I believe many people will be arrested in a second term of Trump. In fact, we could even see it sooner than that as they're getting everything prepared right now. I believe they're, they're putting the Ukraine case together. I believe uh, Durham is working behind the scenes. We got confirmation this week. He has not stopped his probe, even though the fake news have tried to say that he has. I believe he's working behind the scenes as well. The Ukraine situation, the Wiener laptop situation, the Biden son laptop situation that had a bunch of incriminating, incriminating information on it. All that stuff is still out there. And so we could see this culmination of everything at once kind of happening. And there could be a season of great unrest that could be coming in our nation as this stuff starts coming out. And the president is probably preparing for that behind the scenes with the National Guard and different ways to uh, roll this out. So there's always more going on than meets the eye. Uh, but there's plenty of evidence. I know there's people that are questioning, is there evidence? Is there, well, don't listen to mainstream media. That's their new story. There's no evidence. Give me a break. First of all, affidavits are evidence in a court of law. And there's over 250 affidavits, just affidavits alone. But we haven't even talked about Dominion and the people that are working on the Trump side to look at the code and look at the servers and look at the anomalies and the statistical anomalies and the votes that have flipped and uh, people that have come out that have worked for Dominion that, are, that have signed affidavits that said, what the software was intended for and, you know, how it was used in Venezuela to get Hugo Chavez elected. And I mean, we're using a third world, you know, communist software and voting system in our country. And they've already seen in certain precincts that it's flipped votes. So obviously, if we did some deep dive around the country and watched those systems and really actually looked at the voting, I'm pretty sure we're going to find the same thing. And you better believe that the Trump team is tabulating and organizing this information behind the scenes. That's what they're doing right now. And they, they don't want to show all their cards. So uh, I believe it is going to be biblical. 
President Trump, in the meantime, is ending the foreign wars. He's bringing the troops home from these endless wars that the deep state and the military industrial complex have been, you know, just pushing forever and ever. He's the only president that didn't engage us in a new war. Instead, he went around and made peace deals, peace with Kim Jong-un, uh, you know, peace with other nations in the Middle East and, and, and historic uh, accords, the Abraham Accord, all different things that are going on in the Middle East. And that's just going to be advanced in the second term of President Trump. And again, the deep state military industrial complex, globalists, they don't want this piece because that goes against their petrodollar system. It goes against their entire world order and what they were trying to accomplish. So President Trump and George Soros even said that President Trump was disrupting the world order. He also spoke in Davos, Switzerland and said that President Trump would not be a problem and that they had something planned. And that was right before COVID-19 hit. So something to take note. If we can find the clip, we'll play it right now. So again, you know, crazy stuff, right? Um, let's see here. Um, let's go back to the voter fraud. And then I want to end on the justices changing their position on the circuit uh, courts, because I think it's important. So uh, the voter fraud situation, again, I just want you to be at ease, because I know a lot of people are uh, putting this news out there that there's no evidence. And I want you to understand, we, we talked about this weeks ago. And again, uh, you know, Lynn Wood, uh, Sidney Powell, these are credible people of God that are saying we have so much evidence, it's like a fire hose coming in. You know, it's, it's just so much coming in. So the question is not going to be if they have the evidence. The question is going to be if the high court, you know, allows them to present the case and they uh, rule in a way that's uh, constitutional. And it's going to be, you know, really, really get kind of get messy uh, because there's so many states involved. In, in Bush v. Gore, it was just Florida. Uh, in this particular situation, there's several different states involved. There's different uh, things that have happened in each state. So they have to put together a massive case in a short period of time. And they're doing that right now. Uh, but I wouldn't be so concerned about evidence. I think what we need to be concerned about is if these people, especially on the high court, are, you know, going to give in to the deep state agenda and just allow uh, illegitimate president who has cheated uh, come in. And that would just show that our country is really a banana republic. And then we'll have to really think about what we're going to do going forward if that's the case. But I, I just have to believe what God said to me in prayer. And we'll end with that. But let me talk real quick about the justices because people have been asking me about, about the Supreme Court. So there's a, a story that we reported on that many people have not uh, talked about. The mainstream media, even Newsmax, OAN haven't even really reported on this. Uh, but there was a change in positioning now, each justice uh, on the Supreme Court, the associate justices are assigned by the chief justice to have a jurisdiction over the circuit courts. This is huge breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Um, they changed the jurisdictions. Excuse me. Sotomayor, who is not a friendly, who is an Obama appointee, she was over some of these swing states and she was reassigned. And now it's the four most friendly justices to the president, to conservatives, to biblical values, that are over all these circuit courts. And as you guys may or may not know, a lot of these cases that they keep touting have been rejected. All that happens is the Trump team appeals it and it goes to the next court up, it goes to higher court. So they're going to the circuit courts and as they're getting uh, adjudicated in the circuit courts, what's gonna happen here is, is that the chief justices that are over those circuit courts are gonna have some say so in the way that this goes. And so if they've been presented evidence or if they know, which I believe they do know, that a massive uh, voter fraud operation has taken place here to steal this election from the American people. And by the way, Trump won by such a landslide, it almost broke the al algorithms, according to Sidney Powell. 
So even though they had so many millions of votes that were switched and flipped and, uh, you know, fraudulent ballots and ballots that were filled out by computers and, you know, they only had uh, Joe Biden, they were these pristine, perfect envelopes that, you know, only had a, a computer signed for Joe Biden. Who, whose ballots were these? You know what I'm saying? And why are they being counted? These massive dumps that took place in the middle of the night uh, only for Joe Biden and, and flipped it very irregularly. All of a sudden, you know, the trajectory of the election went straight up and went to Joe Biden and flipped all these key swing states. So a lot, any mathematician or uh, political scientist or somebody that's looking at these can see that these anomalies are statistically impossible. And these people are signing affidavits, which by the way, when you sign an affidavit, you know, you're literally uh, liable for perjury if you lie. So you could be, get thrown in jail for a felony for perjuring yourself. So these people that are signing these affidavits, they mean business. And they're saying, look, I'm willing to put myself on the line. I'm willing to get attacked by the left. You know, no matter what happens, I'm going to stand for truth. And that's what they're doing. And so I would find it hard to believe that the high court uh, would not look at this information and the information is there. And so once this is presented and dominion in the whole case, it's going to be, you know, either we're going to see a very amazing situation where uh, this this election is overturned because of all the fraud and it's rightfully returned to the American people and, and, a, and a win for President Trump, who we're going to see that we live in a banana republic. And, and at that point, I'll address you guys in a different way. But I'm going to end it with this. I believe the Lord is saying have faith and trust. This is a, a moment where it's a defining moment for the church because we have to understand, you know, do we listen to the Lord? Do we listen to the leadership in the church and the body of Christ, the prophets and those that are willing to, you know, prophesy life and speak truth according to what the Lord is sharing into their heart? And they're taking a big risk in doing so because it goes against the mainstream narrative. It goes against everything, uh, all probabilities. And I mean, you look at it and it's like I heard Alan Dershowitz on on Newsmax and he was really negative. You know, he's like, well, President, you know, he could overturn it, but it's a really, really uh, hard course to do that. Well, sure. In the eyes of the world, in the eyes of the flesh. Absolutely. Now, we got to remember Dershowitz was also on Epstein Island. So was he worried about something? Could very well be. But uh, regardless of that, you know, again, uh, we have to understand here, whose report will we believe? Will we believe the report of the Lord or will we, we believe the report of man? And if God's telling us to pray for this president who stands with Israel, who stands for life, who stands for religious liberty and freedom, who stands for, uh, you know, so many different things in line with the biblical worldview and what we're trying to accomplish as a church and getting people saved and set free and healed and delivered, or are we going to just capitulate and give up and put our heads down and believe what the mainstream news who's lied to us for years now tells us? And basically say that we are defeated church and that our prayers don't mean anything and that our God can't do miracles and we've lost. Because that's basically what we're doing right now. God is asking the church in America to rise up and to stand up in faith and by golly, I'm going to do it. Okay. And if, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord and we're going to trust in faith. And we're going to pray and we're going to fast and we're going to seek his face. We're going to ask for more time and we're going to ask for an extension of the reprieve. And you know what? If God doesn't grant it at the end of the day, do I stop doing ministry? No. Do I stop serving the Lord? No. Am I defeated? No. It just means that God had a different plan and we move ahead. But we have to stand for faith. We have to stand for the truth. We have to fight for this country and for the future. And we have to be on the right side of history. And so please turn off any voice that's telling you that we can't do this, any voice that's telling you that our God can't do this, that we can't, uh, our prayers can't be answered. If they're telling you that, turn them off. If they're telling you we're losing, turn them off. Just listen to the voice of God. Listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and pray 
until we have nothing else to pray for in this situation. And if God moves us on, he moves us on. But I personally believe that God is going to do something supernatural. I believe it's going to be a miracle. I believe that the people in this world that are atheists and all the negative people are going to look and say, wow, look at the God they serve because he answers their prayers. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in this broadcast. Bless you guys. Thank you for helping us in any way you can. You know, we're a David versus Goliath. We need your financial support. I hate to ask for it, but you know, we're doing this strictly in faith. And so if you're able to support us, even with a, a monthly amount of $5, whatever you can do, please go to toddcoconato.com slash give, toddcoconato.com slash give and sign up. We would really appreciate any help. Thank you for standing with us in prayer, the most important thing, and just you know, sharing the truth, sharing the information. We'll be back soon. God bless you.